Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Hey, and welcome to The Shorty. I'm Josh. There's Chuck. There's Jerry. Let's get things started. Yeah, let's get it started <laughs> in here. Did you ever have a lemonade stand growing up at all? I believe I did, but it was Kool-Aid. Mm. Actually, who am I kidding? It was Flavor-Aid. <laughs> so you were a cult leader? <laughs> uh, I don't, I think I might have had one at some point, but I, you know, very famously grew up on a, in the woods on a street with like six houses. So mm-hmm. I don't, I can't imagine that it would have been on my street because it would have been completely pointless. So your trick-or-treating just sucked. Well, we had to go other places. Did you have to take a car to go other places? Yeah, I'd drive over to a friend's house who lived in a big neighborhood that I I uh, was so jealous of. That's a good friend to have. Yeah. Oh, I, I feel like we've had this conversation before. Probably. We've had every conversation <laughs> yeah. before by now. <laughs> yes, but this is not about Halloween. This is about the origins of lemonade and uh, mm-hmm. also of the lemon itself. Yeah, so I did not know this, Chuck. We have no idea where the lemon came from. None. We know that it was a hy- it's a hybrid of a sour orange and a citron. Um, so we know that it was crafted by human hands, but we have no idea who did this, where they did it, and exactly when they did it, which I find fascinating. I liked lemons before. Now I'm in love with them. <laughs> yeah, and I believe, didn't you talk about citrons in the uh, Pompeii. Pompeii episode? That's what you were getting there, right? Right, but I didn't realize that they were citrons. Right, you were like, those weird big lemons that don't have any juice and are all rind. Yeah, the size of your head. <laughs> yeah, that's about right, but... Uh, you know, everyone knows you can't get a lot of juice from a citron. So what you need if you wanted to make lemonade was a real lemon. And mm-hmm. apparently they have traced at least the precursor to lemonade uh, to medieval Egypt where they made something called Kashkab, not Kashkab, the great TV show. Or Kashkari, the guy who handled the tart bailout. <laughs> uh, oh, that's right. Kash- Kashkari. Mm-hmm. Uh, fermented barley combined with mint, rue, black pepper, and citron leaf. And I could see you actually trying to make a cocktail out of this, an ancient cocktail. 
Yeah, I had to look up rue. It's like a very pretty meadow flower. I'm not sure what it would taste like, but yeah, they had me at fermented barley, really. Throw some, yeah, throw some extra vodka in there and you're set. Like, I love fermented anything. Mm -hmm. I love it, man. I'm crazy about kombucha. I love pickles, olives, anything. If you ferment anything, I will eat it. Yeah, throw an old shoe and a vat of vinegar and Mm -hmm. you'll eat it in a month. Uh, I if if I go, I should say when I eventually go to Iceland, I will be trying that fermented shark. That's supposed to be like the nastiest thing in the world. Mm. I will try it because I love fermented stuff. Yeah, no thanks. Uh, there's another thing that came out of um, Egypt, I think, as well, mm-hmm. called katarmazat, and it's lemonade. There's really no other way to put it, and it was made in at least the 10th century, so again, medieval times in Egypt, um, it was either created or sold or consumed or all three of those by the Jewish community in Cairo. Um, and they just basically added sugar and lemon juice together to make Qatar Mazat, which yeah. again is, that's lemonade. And I think earlier than that, honey was probably what mm-hmm. people used. Uh, but, you know, lemons are so tart, you need some sugary agent to cut that and make it drinkable. For sure. But we, so we know that um, they made something from something like maybe citron or if not lemon. The first reference to a lemon tree comes from the 10th century as well in an uh, Arabic book on farming by a guy named Kustus al-Rumi. And he was the first to mention a lemon tree ever. So we know that they were around by then. They may have been around for a few hundred years by then from what I saw. I think northern India, and then it was in Italy by 200 CE. This is lemons, not lemonade yet. We haven't reached lemonade exactly yet. Yeah, so if you want to talk about what we think of modern lemonade, uh, you need to go to 17th century Europe, where in Paris, in fact, they even have a day, supposedly, August August 20th, 1630, uh, it made its debut, which was a sparkling version, a sparkling water, lemon juice, and honey. Yeah, man. Have you ever added just sparkling water to lemonade? No, but I I drink those uh, things that we used to have here in the office that are so delicious. Surge. No. (laughs) I can't remember the name. Jolt. It's the one where you peel, like, the foily paper off the top of the can first. Oh, San Pellegrino. Yeah, the Pellegrino lemon. Mm -hmm. I don't drink many of them because they're, like, super sugary and stuff. They're so good. But they're so delicious. Yeah, and, like, their blood orange, their grapefruit, all of them are so good. Yeah. You're right, they are pretty sugary, though. And if you read the back of the can, you're like, whoa, it's like a Coke. Yeah, exactly. So that's, you know, i got to avoid that stuff. But it's worth it, though, once in a while. you got to treat yourself, Chuck. Yeah, so these vendors in Paris would sell this stuff from tanks on their back, and it was wildly successful across Europe because it is so refreshing. And apparently, even in 1676, it was so popular that the vendors got together and formed a, a union, a lemonade union, called mm-hmm. the Compagnie de Lemonadiers. Nice work. And then it, uh, eventually it hit a bigger craze because of uh, a man named Joseph Priestley, probably related to Jason Priestley, I think. Clearly. We've he, talked about him in the nitrous oxide episode. Yeah, he invented the thing that made carbonated water. Uh, I guess, was that before Mr. Schwepp? Yes. Okay. No. Maybe maybe contemporaneously, yeah. I think he was around the same time. He was in the late 18th century, maybe mid-18th century. But yeah, Schwepp came up with his thing in the 1780s. 
Right. So that made it even more popular with this fizzy version. Mm-hmm. Uh, and let's take a quick break, and then we'll move across the pond to America right after this. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Because there's nothing like a weekend pause with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. All right, dude. So we've made it across to the United States. What a journey. By the 18th century, um, lemonade's all over America. And again, people are adding like sparkling water or soda to lemonade, which Mm -hmm. I want to encourage. It's so good. (laughs) It is good. Um, And by about the time of the, um, the late 19th century, Lemonade, it was pretty popular. People liked it. Um, And the temperance movement actually clamped onto it and said, this is a really good alternative to liquor. You want some liquor? Forget about it. Just drink some sparkling (laughs) lemonade and you'll you'll be as trashed as you want. Yeah, especially if you enjoy it in its best form, which is to add liquor. (laughs) Right. I think the temperance movement was like, don't do that. Yeah, it was it was uh, apparently sun-kissed even back then, which I didn't know was around back then. Uh, they had a slogan that said, goodbye to liquor, here's to lemonade. Yes. And because everyone went, Ugh, that's a lame substitute. They said, do we have to choose? 
So there was actually a period in um, in the 19th century, 1877 to 1881, where if you were uh, invited to a White House dinner or function or something, you were not going to be served liquor. You no, you had to probably, sneak in a flask. You would probably you probably get in big trouble because Rutherford B. Hayes, he was the one who um, who who signed that um, pro- that executive order to to apparently to curry favor with the um, the Prohibition Party. Yeah. Um, but his wife was very well known as a teetotaler. She was a big time into the temperance movement. His wife, Lucy, uh, Lucy Hayes. And she was dubbed Lemonade Lucy yeah. because um, people, I guess, wanted to, to poke fun at her for her beliefs. And that wasn't a very good job. And she sighed and said, well, I guess it's better than liquor, Lucy. <laughs> they said, we hadn't thought about that. <laughs> so I didn't know that Lemonade had a circus connection, did you? Nope. I had no idea that this was a thing, but apparently lemonade and especially pink lemonade Mm -hmm. has a circus connection uh, in that it came from the, or at least in 1879 from West Virginia's Wheeling Register newspaper, Mm -hmm. told a story about how the circus turned lemonade pink. And there are a couple of different, well, many different versions, but the two, uh, two stories that stuck of how this happened, one is sounds like it could be delicious, and one is really gross. Yeah. So one c- is found in a 1912 obituary in the New York Times for a guy named Henry E. Allett, and this would have happened years and years before because he uh, ran away as a boy to join the circus. And this this story is that he was um, he accidentally dropped some red colored cinnamon candies. Mm-hmm into a vat of lemonade and just said, well, I'm not going to throw this away. And he sold it as pink lemonade and people loved it. I bet that's good. That's what I'm thinking is that, and what are the little cinnamon candies that we ate when we were kids? Cinnamon candies. Do you I remember can't... their name? They were like right next to the lemon heads. Yeah. Uh, oh, um, I remember. Red Hots? Yeah, Red Hots. Good job. The other one I remember is Alexander the Grape. The other I remember is Boston Baked Beans. Yeah, which are not actually beans. They're nuts. They're candy-coated peanuts. Such a weird name. It is. Uh, Like, have you ever had Boston Cottage Cheese? It is not that. Oh, God. Uh, But this pink lemonade, I bet with, like, a little hot cinnamon, I bet that's a pretty delicious thing to drink. It could be, sure. Like, today when you make pink lemonade, it's usually, like, red food coloring or something like that. But back in the day, after pink lemonade was created, um, what's Dr. Kellogg's name, the guy from Battle Creek? No, oh, I can't remember his first name. Well, he um, he came up with a recipe that uses like either a grenadine or cranberry mm, juice or something yeah. like that to make it pink and just kind of slightly alter the flavor. Right. The other origin story, though, that is gross that I mentioned was from 1857. And this is when a circus concession worker was in a big hurry to make a batch of lemonade, grabbed the first water they could find, mm-hmm. which apparently was a, a wash tub full of pink water from a performer's dirty pink tights. And they used that and people enjoyed it. Well, I don't think they knew what the the source was of the pink water. Yeah. That's pretty gross. That is. But either way, so we're going to go with the other one, the Henry E. Allett one, okay? Yeah. The the Red Hots one. Agreed. Well, uh, that's it for lemonade, right? Yeah, I got nothing else unless... Actually, should we mention the make lemons out of lemonade origin? Oh, oh, yeah. Good call, man. Yeah. Apparently, this was a borrowed phrase by Elbert Hubbard in 1915 uh, for an obituary 
for a humorist named Marshall Pickney Wilder. And uh, Wilder was three and a half feet tall, and he was a world-famous kind of uh, household name comedian. And at one point, he didn't want people to be stigmatized, and he said something like, fate handed me a lemon, but I've made lemonade of it. And that's the earliest place that people can find that. Good for that guy. Yep. That's awesome. I got nothing else. It's a great origin story. Well, I don't either. If you want to get in touch with me and Chuck, you can uh, go to stuffyoushouldknow.com. It's got all of our social media links there. And uh, you can send us an email to stuffpodcast at howstuffworks.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.